Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while you're on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode. Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. This is Amber Lee. I'm so excited for you guys to hear this episode. We are chatting about connecting with your fairy and mermaid guides, and we're actually going to do that on this episode. We are interviewing Karen Kay. She is a fairy and mermaid whisperer. This is a topic we have not really covered. We've kind of touched on different kind of you know fairy beings and and their lineage and how we might be kind of connected to them with like our past lives, but we haven't done like a full episode on this. So we're going to dive into how to access healing and guidance from fairies and mermaids, understanding parallel dimensions and how our guides connect with us here on earth. And we're going to talk about the different fairy beings and the energy they can support us with the most. So Carrie, Karen is actually leading us through a live fairy connection meditation in this episode. So you're going to meet your fairies. I totally met mine. And she's also doing a little fairy card reading from one of her Oracle decks, which we're going to link you to in the show notes. And I'm so excited to try these cards. I just love this episode. Karen is so high vibe and it's really a remembrance of our multidimensional power and the fact that we are always supported. Um, and I've, yeah, I've been connecting to my fairy guide since this episode and it's so fun. So before we dive in, I want to give you guys this little practice that I did and some mantras that I'm living by right now that are really helping me on my journey. So I actually took some time to write out some of my core values for this season of my life. I found that I'm really in a season of laying foundation. I'm in a year four in numerology and you don't necessarily in this phase, like see the fruits of the tree that you're planting. So it's been like kind of a struggle to stay motivated. So when I'm in a fruitful season, I'm like, you know, go, go, go. And like hustle, hustle, hustle. And so my values in those times are like, make sure you relax, make sure you're in grace and allowing. But now I'm like in the opposite where I need to get my ass in motion and bring that masculine energy back. So I'm on my way back to this fruitful times, you guys. And I'm using this little practice to bring me back. So if you're kind if you feel like you're kind of in a lull and you're like in kind of more of a foundational time, I hope this is super helpful. No matter what phase you're in, this will be super helpful for you. But I also want to talk about I was listening to Joel Osteen, who I'm obsessed with, um, not religious, but into God. And I was, I, he was talking about like pruning season. <laughs> so he was talking about how like with a tree, it'll have like a bunch of fruit and it'll be super leafy and, you know, bush city. And then in order for it to stay healthy, you need to trim the tree and like trim it kind of down to nothing basically. And then it grows back and it grows back even better and fuller and prettier. So I want you to remember that. Like if you are in a season where you've had to just kind of like release some things, like I've talked about, like I retired from a lot of things in my business. I, you know, moved to a different city and, you know, there's so many changes and it can sometimes feel like a loss or kind of like, you know, a fish out of water, but like, those are the times when we are really cultivating and 
knowing that the next season that comes is going to be even more fruitful. So just remember that. So, okay. So this is what I did, you guys. So I wrote down my core values. So right now they're integrity, discipline, sovereignty, and energy expansion. Like who, like not fucking around. Um, and so for each of them, I wrote out four mantras. So for integrity, I wrote out, I'm true to myself, my values and others. I handle my business relationships, finances, and self-care to my highest standard. I always give the extra 10%. I'm accountable to everything in my life with my thoughts and my actions. So I won't read through all of them, um, but that was everything for integrity. And then I, for discipline, I'll give you one. I said, like, I'm consistent with my practices for sovereignty. I said, I create my own fifth dimensional life outside of the matrix, practicing nonconformity for energy expansion. I said, I live in harmony with the energetic laws and I've been really, really studying the energetic laws and I'm going to do a free challenge on the energetic laws. Stay tuned for that. But yeah, so that's what I would do. I would like, if you're kind of feeling like, you're in a season of your life and you, you need to kind of like shift your attention. Cause like when we create mantras and we create these like core values that we're always coming back to, we're literally creating new neural pathways in our brain. Like that is why mantras work. So I read them pretty much every morning or when I need a boost and this shit works. And if you want more mantras and invocations, make sure you check out the rituals by chakra girl app and get your free seven day trial to my video library of all my meditation and chakra activations and invocations and manifestation practices. There's so much good stuff in the app, you guys. And I don't know about you, but I feel like all the mainstream meditation apps are not, they, they just aren't doing it for me. Like they aren't deep enough into the woo-woo. It's like a little bit basic, not to put anyone down by any means, but like mine is like we go into multidimensionality and time traveling and chakra activations, and it's very aesthetically pleasing and chic and girly. And those are the things that give me high vibes. That's how I want to feel when I do my daily spiritual rituals. So if you want the app, you can subscribe at chakragirlco.com and you can use coupon code podcast to save 15% on the annual membership. So what you do is you subscribe, and to use the coupon code, you do this from shockergirlco.com and then you can download the app from the app store or Google play. You can log in using the same credentials that you used online, and then you can ritual with me every day. And people are loving it. You guys not to toot my own horn, but I'm getting DMS and people posting stuff every single day about how good it is. So don't miss out. Okay. Let's talk some fairies, mermaids, all the things that really matter in life. Let's get into it with Karen Kay. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I am your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons, and we are on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and quantumly connected, one activated chakra at a time. We have such a lovely guest today. Her name is Karen Kay. She is a fairy and mermaid whisperer who shares her love for the elemental realms through her work. She is a best selling Hay House author with two oracle decks, Messages from the Mermaids, and Oracle of the Fairies. She's the co founder of the Three Wishes Fairy Festival and Fairy Events. And Karen is also the founder of FAE, the Mermaids 
magazine. And in her spare time, she sings, makes music, creates meditation CDs. She's a busy lady who always has time for others and loves to spread her joy and shine her light into the world. When I first heard about Karen from the amazingly, the amazing Kimberly Meredith, who we had on the show, I knew I had to have Karen on the show. She, we, we love fairies. We love mermaids and we've never had an episode specifically on these topics. So I'm so excited to dive in. Welcome to the show, Karen. Oh, thank you so much, Amberly. And I'm really excited to share all about fairies and mermaids with you and your listeners. Yes, love it. Okay, so tell us about a daily ritual that you have that you almost never skip. Okay, so it's gratitude, basically. Every time I wake up, no matter what's going on for me, I just feel grateful that I've woken up for another day. Yay. And I'm here, I'm alive, I'm in a body, I can play. So gratitude is my number one ritual for every single day. I love that. And it's like, it sounds simple to be like, yay, I woke up. But at the same time, it's like every day is an opportunity to start fresh, to like have a new energy. So I love it's always that the simplest things that make a big difference in our day. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What is your favorite crystal of the moment? Oh, I'm going to say rose quartz. It's my go-to crystal and it might sound kind of obvious, but it's a very gentle, loving crystal, very heart centered. And I'm very much a heart person. So I find that it, it really resonates with me and it's like an all rounder. So if I'm recommending crystals to people, I'll always suggest having a rose quartz around them somewhere because it, it's kind of like a cure all, isn't it? Yes. I love, I mean, love is the answer to everything. So yes. 100%. <laughs> um, what is your sun, moon and rising? I am Taurus with, oh gosh, I should know because it's, uh, yeah, I definitely do, do know. I'm Taurus with Scorpio rising. Ooh. Okay. So your birthday must be soon. I've just had a birthday actually. Yeah. Okay. Happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So I know you have your, one of your beautiful Oracle card decks with you right now. I would love for you to pull a card for us, a collective message for all of our listeners. Okay. I would love to do that. And I'm actually shuffling now and you can hear the cards, but if you hear a little squeaking in the background, I don't, it's not a mouse. It's my office chair. It's got a little squeak. (laughs) So that's what that noise is. We haven't heard anything yet, but we'll we'll keep our ears open. Okay. Oh, what a great card. Okay, so we have the magical gateway, and it's an image of a fairy going through a beautiful door, and there's this light just shining out through the door, and she's holding a golden key. And I'm actually tingling as I'm saying this and looking at the image because it feels like we're all collectively going through some kind of gateway, some kind of transformation. It it can be that as well. And it's about not looking back, just going forward, leaving, shedding out our spiritual skin, if you like, the things that no longer serve us and being able to boldly walk through into our bright, shining and golden future. And we have the key. We are the key. So it's not an external thing. It's just a matter of, am I ready to do this? Yes. And even if you feel, even if we feel apprehensive, it's knowing that we're supported 
safe, protected and loved as we make this journey through the magical gateway. Yay. That's so beautiful. (laughs) And that resonates so deeply with me as well. Like in my ritual today, I actually felt that like part of me was like mourning, like this old version of myself. And I was like, no, like this is exciting. Like this is when you get to like create a brand new foundation and like really create life and to anything that you want it to be. So highly, highly resonates with me. (laughs) Okay. So so I want to know about your first connection to fairies and mermaids and when you decided to make this your life's work. Okay. So first of all, I didn't really decide it almost like it it just happened. It just unfolded. Um, My first connection with the fairy realm and fairy energy was when I was a young child and I, my parents separated, they divorced when I was quite young. I was around five or six years old and I went to live with my grandmother on my mother's side and she loved flowers. She had this beautiful garden and it felt like a really magical place. I mean, it was a magical place, but at my young age, it was like this wonderland this playground and I would always be out in the garden and she used to tend to her flowers she loved the wild natural roses and they were really fragrant and beautiful and I remember being with her while she was pruning the roses and the petals from the roses were falling down onto the grass and I just gathered them up I just did this totally instinctively and then I gathered them all up and put them in a little pot added some water and mushed them all up. And I was making what I believed at the time was perfume for the fairies. Mm. And in actual fact, it was rose water, but we're not going to get into the, into the details <laughs> with that. I was making a gift for the, for the fairies and I left it out for them. And I would do this on several occasions. And every morning I would go out and check if it was there or if it had gone. And it was always, it was always gone. And Mm -hmm. I knew that the fairies had accepted my gift. And so that was my first recollection. And I would perceive them or see them as little points of dancing light. And it would often be in the, in my periphery vision. So out of the corner of my eyes, I would just notice these little flashes of lights and And that just stayed with me. And my ego wasn't fully developed then at all. So it was all happening very naturally. I didn't question it. I just allowed it to happen. And I just went with it. And I knew that I had a connection with the fairies. So that was my first connection. And they just stayed with me throughout my entire life. And at one point, when I got to that teenage uh, time of life which many of us feel like we need to rebel against something and I thought oh well maybe there's not fairies and maybe these lights there's something wrong with me and so I went to the opticians and got an eye test and I didn't say I think I'm seeing fairies I just <laughs> said can you check out my eyes please and I had the test and I had 2020 vision perfect vision And that was for me confirmation that what I was seeing was fairy lights. And so I kind of, it was almost like reluctantly thought, okay, then I won't rebel against you anymore. I'll let you into my life. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I got a tattoo at that point as well. And it was a little fairy that's on my shoulder and and she's been with me my entire life. So they just stayed with me and, and they've just kind of inspired me, influenced me, but always as a, 
equal connection. So I don't, they don't just give me orders and I follow them. I always tune in to what feels right for me. And there's just this connection that is so strong that it's just been a part of my life and it, it's just unfolded and permeated everything that I do. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love that. And we're going to talk more about like how to connect with them, but I know that you also were a news editor at the BBC, which is like, we know in the media, there's a lot of dark energies there. So I'm just curious, like while you were in that environment, like, was there some kind of like awakening there or were you like, kind of like seeing things that are unsavory and then decided to like go all in with the fairies or what was that journey like? Yeah, that was a really interesting journey. And, and I kind of felt at the time before I got into the into that world, that very interesting world, mm-hmm. I felt like I had a mission to shine my light in the world. And I was thinking, well, what's the best way that I can do this? And I thought, well, if I get on the radio, if I get on TV, if I get into the media, then I've got more of a chance to reach more people and shine my light. I was quite naive at the time, but that was my genuine incentive. And I worked for a little local radio station and I built my way up and got a postgraduate diploma. I went back to university as a mature student. I got all the qualifications, studied media law and all of it and ended up working as a nude news editor. I was going to say a nude editor. That would be interesting, <laughs> wouldn't it? That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been fun for my colleagues, a little bit different, but no, news editor. And I do remember the exact moment when everything changed. So it, it was kind of la la la, really, I was skipping along, doing my thing. And I was always putting in kind of positive stories and local kind of upbeat news. And then came 9-11 and I was working at the time and and I I don't want to dwell too much on this because it it was a a very pivotal moment. But it was just like heavy. It was really heavy. And I ended up speaking to somebody who was searching through the rubble for her partner. And there was a kind of tenuous connection with my local area. So that's why we were doing the story. And my colleagues were kind of urging me to get as much emotion and juice out of the interview but I couldn't do it and I I basically said to the lady that I was speaking to I said look have you got any support and she said no I'm just surrounded by media and I said right I'm going to turn off this interview I'm not going to record you I'm just going to speak to you as a person as a friend And um, it was at that moment when I knew that I was not cut out for that world. And even though I've kept in um, contact with several of my colleagues and we get on and when I'm doing my fairy things and my festival, occasionally they'll invite me on air and I'll do TV and things like that. But I knew it wasn't for me. And I woke up one day, a few days after that, and I said to my partner at the time, "I'm, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And I didn't have a clue what I was going to do, but I just knew that I'd come to the end of that journey. And I was thinking, what am I going to do with all of these skills? You know, I've invested so much of my time and money and energy into having all the skills to be a professional media person. 
And I just sat with it for, I don't know how long, a week or two. And then I suddenly thought, well, what do I love? What's my passion? And at the time it was fairies. And I thought, okay, I'm going to create my own fairy magazine, which is what F-A-E is, Fae. It stands for Fairies and Enchantment. And that's how it was born. And I literally haven't looked back. Wow, that is so magical. And were you getting guidance from the fairies to do this? Like, were there, was there like that direct communication? Yeah, it comes in different ways, but I was definitely being inspired and guided by the fairies. That's just, I just knew it. Um, So I would hear them. Sometimes I hear them. Sometimes I see them. Sometimes I sense them. They're very creative in how they like to get my attention. And, And because I'm familiar with with them I've kind of built up a friendship with them over many many years because all of this happened back in the early noughties back in the early 2000s so I've been doing this a long long time and we've kind of got to know each other and have fun it's really fun connecting with them and more recently they'll present themselves to me with um like a a, I call it a fragrant calling card so there'll be a certain fragrance that just comes out of nowhere and um that's a really lovely way that they'll inspire me and connect with me too Mm, yes I get that sometimes too so are the fairies in a different dimension and they can kind of communicate with us here on this dimension or how do you kind of see how that works well they're on what I call a parallel dimension on this earth they are their primary task if you like is to be guardians of the planet guardians of the earth every single thing that grows on this planet including plants flowers trees and crystals and anything that grows there'll be a fairy energy and when I use the word fairy it's an energy there are so many different words that you can describe this energy but for ease and to keep everything really simple I'll just say the fairy energy it's with everything so they're there but it's like in a parallel universe if you like but um, what they'll do occasionally when we see them or when they want to show themselves to us they'll pierce through the veil which is very often what these little flashes of lights are it's the fairies piercing through the veil so is I've heard a lot of people talk about like fairies and mermaids and all the different beings as a part of like the Lemuria timeline is that kind of where you're connecting sometimes not in a conscious way right but where I live there is a lot of ocean there's I've got I'm really really blessed because where I live I've got the ocean is five minutes away I can be in deep woodland in five minutes everything is near so I've got a bit of everything and when I go to the ocean especially there's a place called St Michael's Mount which is in a place called Mara's Iron and that is supposed to be where not Atlantis Lemuria was and and there are Rep physical remnants at a couple of times in the year when everything goes out, the tide goes right out, and it's like some kind of petrified forest in this interesting wood. So there is that energy coming through, and I do feel it, but I try to work with what I feel rather than what I'm reading, if that makes sense. So I prefer to just intuitively connect with the energies and it it does feel like it goes back and it goes back to Atlantis as well. Mm. Um, Especially when you're connecting with mermaid energy. 
Oh, that's so magical. So can you describe some of the different types of fairies and mermaids and beings? Like, do they have different qualities or specialties to them? Like if we were looking for a certain type of guidance or a certain type of support, and we wanted to get really intentional about what type of fairy we were going to connect with? Yeah, there are a lot. As I said, I don't get too much into the different types because we could be here forever, but I'll pull out a few. So the gnomes are part of the fairy realm the gnomes are really helpful if you need to get grounded if you need to get busy if you've got hard work to do if you need to manifest then the gnomes are perfect because even if we if we think about snow white and the seven dwarves those gnomes you know that substitute the name dwarves for gnomes and they're out working they're digging for gold they are hard workers so if we need to connect into that aspect then we can call on the gnomes and it And it's quite an easy thing to do, actually, because you can just get like a little gnome statue, a little gnome figurine and put it either in your home or if you have a garden, put it out in the garden. And that is a symbolic sign to the actual realm of the fairies and the gnomes. So they'll see that that they're welcome. And then when you call them in, you can call them in in your mind, in your heart, out loud, in whatever way, then that energy will come in and help you do any particular given task that that you're focused on. So that's just one example. And then with the mermaids, if you have issues of the emotions of the heart, the realms of the heart where you need to go deep into your emotions then the mermaids are super helpful with that and they can really help you to go deep into that and really unearth and emerge and re-emerge um by going into your emotions and they're kind of holding this space for us if if we want them to and again it's just a matter of asking but always sincerely and from our hearts Mm, okay so let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of The Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes, a discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. 
Mm -hmm. So if we wanted to get really intentional and we wanted to maybe set up a little container of time and space to try and connect, what are some tips you have? Okay, so a really simple way of doing it to connect with the fairies would be if you're able to get outside into nature because that is their realm, that's where they reside. However, they will come into homes. I have quite a lot in my home. There's normally a team of them or a flock of them, a flock of fairies that are around. And if you've got a plant a house plan or something that's living in your home, then invariably there will be a fairy energy around that plant because, as I said, they are connected to everything that's living, everything that's growing. And but if ideally, if you can get outside, then get outside, find a tree, feel where you're drawn to go, like um, ideally a kind of wise old tree, go up to the tree, ask permission because trees are living beings. Also, most trees are very open and love to have hugs from humans, but some don't. So it's really important just to ask. And then when you find a tree that you feel a connection with, give it a little hug and then sit with your back against the tree. And then you can say something really, really simple like, Fairies, fairies, come to me as I sit beneath this tree. That's just a really simple thing. It's You can make up your own way of saying it. You can say it in your mind. You can say it out loud. And then you would just sit and meditate, basically. And they will start to check you out, to scan you, to see what your energy is. Because fairies are quite wary of humans because of the way that humanity has um, treated the planet present company excluded Um, but generally you know what humans can do they're chopping down the rainforest they're not being very respectful of nature so fairies this is why they kind of you hear about fairies at the bottom of the garden they're trying to get away from us humans because of how we treat the planet so they'll scan you and they'll see what your heart energy is like and they'll see if you have the same passion and love for the planet like they do, and then they'll draw closer. And it isn't a guarantee because they, because they're close, they're kind of earthbound spirits, if you like, um, elementals. They do have egos of a kind, not exactly the same as humans, but they definitely do have individual personalities, thoughts and feelings. So it's up to them if they feel they want to draw close, then they will. But as I said, there's never a guarantee. All you can do is put yourself in that space and be receptive to them. And then they may come in, you might feel a little breeze, you might see a little feather, you might a little acorn might drop on your head or something. Just be open and receptive. Um, Come to this space with an open heart and mind and then just see what happens. Mm, I love that. Yeah, I always thought they had kind of like a bit of a spunky like personality. (laughs) They can, they can have a very, because you hear about the kind of mischievousness and kind of almost like a trickster energy with some fairies, which some certainly do. And you hear about people going, getting pixie led, going off into the woods and tripping over and getting caught on the brambles and the plants and things like this. Now that can happen too. It doesn't happen all the time, but again, it's because fairies are wary of humans mostly. So unless they know your energy and they're familiar, then they might play around with you a little bit. It's usually just 
fun but it is a bit mischievous but it's not a horrible thing it's I've always found them to be quite playful and and I think it's because like I said they can read your energy they can read your heart they know if you're as passionate about the planet as they are Mm. and some people feel like a past life connection to different beings so I like I have elf ears so I always think like I feel like I was an elf in a past life I have very elf like qualities so it's like and I know a lot of people really like resonate with mermaids is this something that you've looked into as well as like your past life connections with them yeah I I've always it's interesting you say that because I've always felt like I am half fairy half mermaid and half human and you might be thinking hang on that's three halves well maths maths has never been my forte but I do know (laughs) that I have everyone that knows me sees it all within me and I feel it so I can't say I'm one thing and not the other because the energies are really strong the human part of me is strong the fairy part of me is strong and the mermaid part of me is very strong as well so I just allow them all to reside and I'm sure that it is from past lives Mm -hmm. and I've just brought it through into this life to try and I don't know just this mission, this self-given divine mission of, of spreading light and love and joy in this world. Yeah. It's almost like our purpose here is to remember all the gifts that we've had in other lifetimes and to bring them back down here to share. Yeah, I agree. That's what it feels like. And it's almost like where we left off in our former lives, we're kind of picking up the baton, if you like, and, and continuing within this human incarnation and and learning continuing to learn and to share and to grow Mm, so beautiful so I would love for you to guide us through a little meditation to connect to our fairies and mermaids oh I'd love to do that that would be so nice I'll try it's really um interesting when I do these meditations because I have to make sure that my feet are on the ground because I would just want to go off too so I'm kind of half in this realm half in that realm but I'm, I'm used to doing that so if we if you get yourself in a comfortable position ideally where you won't be disturbed and excuse the squeaking of my chair because I'm gonna get myself comfy too and then If you've got a phone, turn off your phone so you won't be disturbed. And then we're going to take a few deep breaths. We're going to breathe in love, light and joy. And we're going to breathe out any cares or concerns of our day. And we're going to close our eyes. Breathing in love, light and joy. And breathing out any cares or concerns. And one more time, breathing in love, light and joy. And breathing out any cares or concerns and anything that doesn't serve you. And immediately I'm seeing hundreds of tiny golden fairies and they're coming in they're swirling around and they're forming this beautiful magical golden sparkling fairy ring around us this is your protection 
know that you are safe, protected and loved at all times. Feel the connection of your feet against the ground, on the floor, wherever you may be. And this will help to keep you rooted, connected and grounded with the earth. The fairies are then reaching out their hands to us and you hold their hands and they lift you up higher and higher and higher. And you notice that you can fly and you've sprouted your own wings. You can see them if you just peek behind your shoulders. What color are they? What do they look like? What do they feel like? These are your etheric fairy wings. And you're holding the fairy's hand so you're not going to fall. You're totally safe, protected and loved as you fly high, higher, higher above the earth. And then the fairies gesture to you to glance down and look at our beautiful, precious Mother Gaia, Mother Earth, who sustains our every need. And as you look at the Earth, send your love to our beautiful planet, our home. And let the Earth feel this love. The fairies are guardians of the earth, and this is really important to them that we do this. And it's important to us too. And the fairies are adding their energy, and this beautiful golden sparkling energy is beaming down on the earth, covering every inch of the earth. And our love is surrounding the earth. And we are one and connected with our beautiful planet. And then slowly the fairies start to gently bring us back down to the earth, very slowly floating. And you're enjoying the surroundings and you know that you are safe, protected and loved. And they ask you to make a wish, something that is close and dear to your heart. Don't think too much about it. Go with the first thing that comes into your mind and heart and they ask you to share this wish with them, which you do. Take a few moments to do this now. Share your heartfelt wish. And one of the fairies is drawn to you and they hold out a tiny golden basket in front of you and ask you to etherically place your wish in this basket, which you do. And before you know it, you feel yourself back down on the ground, on terra firma, on Mother Earth. You can feel the grass beneath your feet. You can feel the soil through your toes. You are fully grounded and back on the earth. The fairies are still flying and your personal fairy has their golden basket and they say to you, your wish is safe. We will now release this into the universe and co-create with the divine to bring about your wish for the highest good of all. 
It may not happen in exactly the same way that you visualized it, but it will come about in the way that is best for everyone, including yourself. Your fairy and all the fairies now wave goodbye to us and they fly higher and higher and higher, holding our wishes until they go so high and they evaporate into a million sparkles of light into the night sky. And you can feel the remnants of these sparkles touching your skin, healing, uplifting, revitalizing full of love, joy, harmony, and peace. And then become aware of your arms and your fingers and your toes and start to wriggle them. Start to feel the connection of your body against the chair or the ground, wherever you're sitting. Roll your shoulders back. And then when you feel ready, take in a big deep breath and then release it and then open your eyes. Oh, that was Yay. beautiful. I loved that. <laughs> that was so nice. Oh my gosh, thank you. That's like really powerful. Like thank all you. the visuals and like, it's just like, wow. I have like have goosebumps. That was amazing. And me, I had no idea what was going to happen by the way. And this is the way that I work with the fairies. It's all about trust. So I put myself in this space and I just go with what happens and just coming from my heart all the time. And as soon as you said about it, all these golden fairies were just on the periphery of my vision. They just came in straight away for all of us. And we can call on them at any time. They are literally just a thought away. And um, I add my wishes and blessings to everybody who has just made a wish because it's a really powerful time to make wishes, isn't it, right now? So may all your wishes come true for the highest good of all. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so, so much. And everyone at home that just did this meditation, make sure to DM us on Instagram and let us know what came up for you and how much oh, you loved it. Yes. Oh, that was beautiful. So you have a lot of things on the go right now. You have a new Oracle card deck. You have a fairies course. You have the fairy festival. Give us all the details. <laughs> Well, I'll give you all the details that I can. So I am working on a shiny brand new Oracle deck with an incredible artist, but that's actually all I can say at this moment Okay, because um, it's kind of top secret, but I've just told like lots of people. <laughs> well, what we'll do is everyone's going to have to follow you on Instagram. And then when you <laughs> announce it, then we'll all know. Yeah, you'll all know. And yeah, because I will be I will be sharing the journey as it unfolds and little teasers and things like that. And um, yeah, I'm also currently filming a fairy course, which will be like a, an introduction in like a fairies 101, learning how to connect with fairies and manifest with the fairies and just 
connect with them um I've been asked about this quite a lot are you doing a course and it's like yes I'm gonna do it people have been asking me for years and I I do take my time with things but once I set myself in action I do it so that's what's happening at the moment and again if people follow me they'll know about that and the next thing that's coming up is my three wishes fairy festival which is next month um it's in June around the time of midsummer so it's the 17th to 19th of June and I know many of of the people listening here will be in different countries but if you are traveling to the UK then you'd be very welcome to come and it's basically imagine going into a real life fairyland and this is for three days and nights and there's music and there's over a hundred workshops talks and demonstrations that's all included with the ticket so it's really I like to make things really good value so that when you're coming in everything's included and the only thing that you have to purchase is your food and any crafts and clothing and stuff if you want to buy it from the fairy marketplace and we've got the cutest little they're like shire huts from the hobbit and they're these oh they're just so sweet and so it's called glamping I don't know if you have it where oh you yeah it. we've like, got glamping yeah luxury camping basically yes. um and there's showers and flush toilets it's all a very kind of civilized festival if, if you like yes. and lots of fresh water and it's all totally vegan as well every all the food outlets are vegan and it's really really delicious so yeah I'm that's what I'm working on right now and it's I haven't done it for two years because of right. the world gone crazy. Yeah. And I did really enjoy having that time off, but it's like, wow, that's a lot of work I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I've, been doing it, I've been doing it since 2007, wow. nonstop. And this will be the 16th, like the 16th birthday party, if you like, of the oh, festival. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I've got back on the horse the fairy horse the unicorn and I'm like creating this and it's so much fun and I'm we've got a mermaid lagoon and with real mermaids in it and it's just gonna be amazing I'm so excited oh my gosh well I'm gonna put a wish in my fairy's basket that I'm in the UK by happenstance at that time oh wow oh you must reach out if you are Amberly, because I, I will I, I, I guess going, I'm going to Europe in August so I'm like I don't know if I'll be able to make it twice but we'll see we'll see (laughs) and you have um, a free meditation for us as well I do yeah if if you'd like to join my newsletter on my website at karenk.co.uk then anyone that joins the newsletter will receive an email back with a link to download a free fairy door meditation and it's again it's like a little introduction into a different way of connecting with the fairies and that's just a free gift that I give everyone who joins beautiful and where else can we find you online where can we get the card decks well the card decks um the oracle of the fairies and messages from the mermaids are available in all good bookstores they're also available online on amazon barnes and nobles everywhere and um and i also sell them myself on my i've got a a website called thefayshop.com and i actually do signed copies on that i think you can link through it from my personal website as well karenk.co.uk I'm very active on Instagram I 
usually post at least once a day. I'm always doing free readings, little one card readings for the collective and just sharing about the different things that are going on. And that is at Karen K Fairy. And that handle is across the board. It's on my Facebook. And um, I've just joined TikTok as well, which is so much fun. Oh my gosh, they've got all these different fairy filters. So you can oh. actually have wings and it's just so cool. And they've got mermaid crowns and I'm having so much fun with that. And oh it's God. Karen K fairy, but it's Karen K fairy official. So um, it's a slightly different name on that one, but um, yeah, I, I love social media and playing and I am loving TikTok right now. <laughs> okay. I need to get on there. I keep like, I'll, I'll like play around with it and then I'll totally forget about it. And then I'll go back and then I'll forget about it. But I think I need to, I need to commit, but yes, it is a great time. Um, and I'll have to check you out because I'm sure you have like the funnest stuff on there. So um, you guys, everyone, thank you so much for listening. And Karen, thank you so much for just sharing your love and your energy and um, I think everyone just feels nice and light and optimistic and happy after listening to this today. So thank you so, so much. And everyone, thank you for listening. Make sure to go check out all things Karen K. And we're going to link you to absolutely everything in the show notes that we talked about today. So if you liked this episode, rate us five stars, leave us a nice little comment, message us on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening and we will catch you again next week. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you.